When done effectively, sales closure rates move from the estimated 3 to 10% to 70% or more. That is a quote from the Smart Sales Method to Improving Sales Results for B2B Technology Sales Teams, it's a mouthful, by Joe Maroney. Hi, this is Nels Davis, your host for the Secrets of Product Management podcast, and this is episode number 101. As I work on some longer topics for future episodes, I wanted to drop this quickie about a book I highly recommend. Even though it's a sales book, product managers will find it incredibly valuable. And it's a nice short read, so you can read it quickly. You can find the notes for this episode, including a link to the Smart Sales Method book, at secretsofpm.com slash 101. You might remember in the previous episode, episode number 100, my guest John Simmons, who's a longtime sales executive and a VP of sales for Methodics at Perforce, reiterated, we're all in sales. And I've heard that over and over again from lots of my mentors as well as other folks in the business. Well, if we're all in sales, it definitely helps to understand more about sales, how to sell, and how to sell effectively. And of course, our fundamental promise in the sales process our fundamental promise as a company and as people creating products for the market, our fundamental promise is that our solution, our product, will solve the prospect's problem better than any of their other alternatives. And now this book is one of the best ways for helping sales understand how to bring the prospect along on the journey to understanding this and for how to get prospects off of that path if our solution is not a good fit for them. So if you think about a close rate of 70%, it means you're mostly pitching to prospects that need our solution, and you're not pitching to prospects that don't need our solution because you wouldn't win in those cases. I wanted to mention three key points about this book. First of all, it's focused on business-to-business sales, and business-to-business is in the title, B2B, but the ideas really apply to any sales and marketing effort, at least to some degree, whether this is consumer products or something other than business-to-business products a lot of the ideas apply. The second thing interesting about this book is that they claim to have data. Now, I don't know how good this data is. I haven't really gone into it in detail, but they claim if you use their techniques, you improve your sales close rates by a lot, as I mentioned in the quote at the top of the show. And even though I haven't checked out the data in detail, I actually believe it, to be honest, because of the next point, point number three. The smart sales method is fundamentally the same as the storytelling framework I've talked about so much on this podcast, or the outcome of the storytelling framework that I talk about. So in the smart sales method, they use this rubric SEL, which stands for survival emotions logic. That's the path you want your prospects thought processes to take through the sales process. And the fundamental opening question or set of questions is, are you facing a survival issue for your business? And how do you feel about that issue? And how would you feel if it were addressed? My fundamental story structure is about a problem that is having a terrible impact on a person or a business. That is, it's a survival problem. The problem is impacting them both personally and professionally. They struggle to find a solution, but when they do find a solution, there's a transformation. The business survives, the person gets recognition, and so on. In the third part of the path in this book, the logic part is we are good at helping customers like you address this issue. So that's that solution part of the story. And of course, the third part of the story would be the transformation that the customer has after they implement. Now, of course, in many situations, survival is a slightly hyperbolic term to use. And you can see that in the fundamental template for the smart sales method. It's not actually mentioning survival. So in this template, specific business area is what you'd fill in with your own area that your product addresses, or if you're a salesperson. 
So the question is, this is the opening question, and it's not an open-ended question. It's actually a closed-end question. Are you doing as well in a specific business area as you'd like to be? Would you like to see improved results in that specific business area? For an example from my own experience with a project management tool, we'd use questions like, are you doing as well in managing the resources and capacity of your enterprise projects as you'd like to be? Would you like to see improved results in project resource and capacity management? Again, two closed-ended questions. And these essentially establish whether the prospect is fundamentally a good match for our solution. So you ask those questions, and if you get no's to those questions, in other words, that they're not as happy, they're not doing as well as they'd like to be, then you follow up with some more emotional questions. And the emotional questions are, why is that important or interesting to you? And this is where you're going to get the stories from the customer about how terrible things are. And why now? And this is going to explain why it's worthwhile for them to move on this problem now versus all the other problems they could be solving. Now, obviously, these questions combine to create a powerful template to understand if a prospect needs your solution and might buy it. And interestingly, they are essentially the same questions, nearly the same, as the questions I suggest you use for discovering powerful customer stories. So the book goes on then to describe how to determine if the prospect really is a good fit for your solution. Notably, this is not about convincing the customer that your solution is the right fit. It's about making sure this customer will actually benefit. And only then making a smart proposal that will be easy and obvious for the prospect to accept. Another quote from the book, it's not about them deciding whether or not to do business with you. It's about you deciding if the competitive advantage you're offering can be achieved by that organization at that time. In other words, don't sell to companies that can't make use of your product to improve their business situation. That's a fundamental good practice of selling. There are lots of people that try to sell things that customers don't really need. That's not a good long-term approach. So I've only covered a small amount of the book in this discussion so far. They talk about how to do a smart fit assessment, which is figuring out how the customer's specific issues are addressed by your solution, that they include a template for that. They talk about how to create a smart proposal that takes all the information you've gathered from the earlier questions and the smart fit assessment to create a very compelling proposal. And this is where they say that once they present this proposal, if you do it in the right format, that's where you get your 70% close rate. Now, the book, again, is The Smart Sales Method, The CEO's Guide to Improving Sales Results for B2B Technology Sales Teams by Joe Maroney, Karen Benjamin, Marty Smith. You can find a link to this book in the show notes at secretsofpm.com slash 101. I hope this has been a useful little episode for you. Let me know your thoughts about this book or any other questions. If you have specific topics you'd like to see me cover in the podcast in the future, I'm always interested in hearing what people need and what people are interested in hearing about. So let me know that. Go to the show notes at secretsofpm.com slash 101. Leave me a comment or send me a tweet or visit me on LinkedIn. I'm Nils Davis on both Twitter and LinkedIn. You can drop me a line, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas and feedback on this episode. Until the next time, this is Nils Davis. Bye-bye.